Welcome back to DCOM Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we're going to New York for Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. Yeah. I don't know if this is really, like, it's in the DCOM list on Wikipedia, which to us is, like, the Bible for this <laughs> podcast, at least. But I don't know if this is actually a DCOM. I, either way, it's in here. We well, watched yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know that it was advertised as that. Like, I don't, I don't. This was, this came out May 22nd, 2011. Yeah, um, I don't know if this was, like, a Disney Channel premiere. I feel like it was, like, a straight-to-DVD. Yeah. And I know um, at some points they probably played it on yeah, Disney Channel. Yeah, Yeah, but just wanted to put that out there. We had never seen this, either of us. No, and for good reason. Yeah. I was excited, but... Yeah. And then I watched it. <laughs> I yeah. was not excited. <laughs> Um, this movie stars, we, um, have already met Ashley Tidsdale and Mr. and Mrs. Evans. And, um, um, okay, didn't Ryan go to NYU? Okay, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Because Lucas Grabiel <laughs> is nowhere to be found in he this movie. He went to Juilliard. Okay, yeah, still in Which New York. Which is in the, okay, we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to it. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Lucas Grabiel, there was, like, an extra scene that played on Disney Channel only that did have Ryan. It was, like, a post-credit scene. Mm. But for some reason, it's not on Disney+, and it was not on the DVD. Um, there was a cover of Lucas Grabiel singing Baby. Yeah, it was jarring. <laughs> it was, it was terrifying. It was like, this, I know this song, but this isn't right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, this movie stars Austin Butler, who was in all the shows back in the day. You might have seen him in Hannah Montana, iCarly, Ned's Declassified, Zoe 101, Wizards of Waverly Place, Jonas, Switched at Birth, The Carrie Diaries, and most recently, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, he also dated Vanessa Hudgens yeah. for, like, ten years. Her, her long-term Coachella boyfriend, that's how I wrote it, because <laughs> they were always going to Coache- Coachella together. Okay, so I looked it up, and they started dating in 2011. I like to think... <laughs> I was thinking about this. I like to think that uh, Vanessa Hudgens... Because, you know, like, her and Ashley Tidsdale are still besties. Um, I read in the IMDb trivia that they, like, tried to, like, figure out a way to get Gabriella in there, but there was just, like, wasn't the time. Mm-hmm. So I like to think that she, like, visited her bestie on set one day and was like, hey, Ashley, who's that tall drink of water? <laughs> and that started a relationship. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that has to be a connection. Like, how else would <laughs> Vanessa Hutchins meet Austin Butler? I, I don't know. I did not dig that deep. <laughs> I think that it is. Um, this also has... Okay, so Cameron Goodman plays Amber Lee. She wasn't really in anything. However, do you remember this? We have a Zach and Cody, the two-part episode where, um, the Hollywood producers, like, decide to make a TV show out of Zach and Cody's life. So they, like, bring everyone out to Hollywood. But then they ended up, like, um, finding the Veronicas instead. <laughs> no. Okay, well, that happened. They were, like, every... They're, there were, like, these two, like, ex- TV producers who, like, came to the hotel one day, and Zach and Cody were causing all their antics, and they're like, this will make a great TV show. We're going to bring everyone out as consultants. So they bring them out. They, like, start, like, watching the first episode run through. Uh, this girl played the Hollywood version of Maddie in oh. that show. <laughs> there you go. Fun connection. Um, we also have Bradley Stephen Perry, who you saw in Good Luck Charlie. He played the youngest brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Alec Mappa who has been in a bunch of things. Most people probably know him from Ugly Betty. I remember him from Switched at Birth. Yep. Uh, but he's also been in, like, a million things. The Cosby Show, Melrose Place, Roseanne, Law & Order, Hang Out with Mr. Cooper, Seinfeld Friends, Desperate Housewives, Marley and Me, Jonas, Dog with a Blog, Jane the Virgin, Mom, Baby Daddy, Two Broke Girls, Scream Queens, Blackish, and Raven's Home. 
And then we have two Degrassi cast members. Would you like to talk? We do. We have <laughs> Pat Mastri Mastroya. I have no idea how to say his name. <laughs> I'm so sorry to that man. Um, he was on Degrassi, but fun fact about him. So he was on the original Degrassi, like Degrassi High. Who did he play in this movie? Uh, he played the, he played uh, Jerry, the like one who's like, Sharpay, I have an oh, opportunity for you. Yeah. Yeah, so he played Joey Jeremiah, and I did not watch the original Degrassi from, like, the 80s, so sorry to disappoint anyone, (laughs) Um, but he also plays the same character in Degrassi The Next Generation, which is all that I've seen, and he basically plays, like, a stepdad to Craig, or, like, a father figure. I can't exactly figure out, like, who his child is. I know that his daughter is actually, like, Cassie Steele, Manny's little sister in real life, and she comes back to the show, like, in Degrassi. Degrassi the next class for anyone who knows anything about Degrassi but um yeah so he was in this and then we also have Lauren Collins a quick little cameo from her in the beginning she plays one of uh Sharpay's friends named Tiffany but she is Paige Michael Chuck and if you know anything about Degrassi she was the original queen bee of Degrassi so she's a big deal I don't I recognize her because she played Casey's cousin in Life of Derek (laughs) oh she's a big deal on Degrassi she's Paige Michael Chuck okay um, I was also going to say, yeah, this must have been shot in Canada because there's two Degrassi people. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we get into it? Yeah. Okay, so this movie starts with Sharp... If you don't know, this is a spinoff of High School Musical. We did not establish that, but if you're an idiot... <laughs> Just in case you know nothing about this decoms or anything. Yeah. Um, so we begin with Sharpay performing Gonna Shine on a runway with... Uh, her dog boy and dancers. Spelled B-O-I, B-O-I, just to clarify. Uh, in front of an audience. Um, she is killing it. The audience loves her. There's a line in the song that says, There's nothing in this universe to hold me back. Bye, Gab. Like, Gabriella. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I also wrote lyrics. She also mentions Bop to the Top. And a poochie in my Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> Also, also in the, like, background music in this uh, movie a lot, they're playing, like, Fab- the yeah. instrumental version of Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned that this is the Albuquerque Benefit Fundraiser for the Arts. Um, Sharpay offstage is greeted with applause. Everyone loves her. Mm-hmm. She greets her parents, and some family friends introduce her to this casting agent from New York. Um, and he offers to arrange an audition for her for a new Broadway musical in New York City with, uh... And this musical is going to star Amber Lee Adams, a big star in this world. Yeah, that's a big deal. And so Sharpay is very excited about it. And then we just cut to later. Dad tells Sharpay that it's not a good idea to go. He's like, you've graduated from high school almost a year ago. And you took this year to decide what you wanted to do. Sharpay took a gap year. She did not go to the University of Albuquerque, like said, in High School Musical musical 3. Which is fine. Plans change. Yeah. Um... I saw this in the IMDb trivia, and then I saw it, and I was like, oh, yes, like, I remember this. So the house, like, the Evans house is the same house of Carla Santini in Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. <laughs> like, I saw the kitchen, and I was like, oh, that's when she was walking through eating the hot dog at the end of the movie. <laughs> no, I could not make that connection for you. Uh, but yeah, Dad tells her it's not a good idea because... She asked for a year to find out what she wanted to do, and Sharpay's like, okay, well, this is what I want to do. And he's like, I don't know. It seems like a lot of responsibility, and I don't think you're ready for it. So Sharpay is very upset about this, 
Um, and so she, she's like, I have to find a way to convince my dad that I'm ready for this. Yeah, so she so meets up with her friends. Her and they, minions. That's what I said. They're not the same minions from High School Musical 2. No, I don't know where she found them. But they probably left. <laughs> yeah, so she devises a plan. She just convinces her friends to do all the work of, like, finding her some place to live and finding her... And travel and booking the audition and buying new clothes. Yeah, all so of this stuff. So Sharpay gives this presentation with, like, poster board for her parents about all the things that she's worked out. Um, but Dad is still worried about Sharpay being alone in New York. And Mom says she has a friend with a son at NYU. And this is where I'm like, don't you have a son at Juilliard? Exactly! <laughs> Ryan Your is- other son who's, like, cleaned up Sharpay's messes his entire life? <laughs> Ryan is at NYU. Ryan's in, in New, New York, York City! He's in New York. Why, why did we not talk about Ryan? Also, Ryan definitely does not live on Juilliard's campus. He definitely has his own apartment. Why would Sharpay not just go, like, right. live with they him? They can pay for that to not have him live in shitty campus housing. What? Maybe he came out and they uh, cut him off. Mom would never <laughs> let that happen. Ducky has my dashing boy. <laughs> Mother would never let that happen. Mrs. Evans. <laughs> All right, so um, Dad is still a little like mm, I don't know. So Sharpay guilts him by accusing him of not believing, by, by not believing in her. So Dad agrees, and he said on one condition that she gets the show and proves she can take care of herself in one month. And if it doesn't work out, she will come work for him at the country club. Yeah. So then we immediately cut to Sharpay and Boy, her dog, riding through New York, going to their new place. So, she gets taken to the penthouse suite that her parents are apparently paying for, for her. Yeah, that's still not taking care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, she gets up, uh, whenever she gets up there, she's, like, being shown around by somebody from the, like, place that works there, and they see Boy get out of the bag, and they're like, that's a dog, there are no dogs allowed. And Sharpay's like, well, it's either me and the dog, or not me at all. And then we cut to her sitting on the street. With all of her luggage. Um, so Sharpay is sitting on top of her pink branded luggage, and she is approached by this guy with a video camera filming, and he's like, you look interesting. It turns out he's an NYU film student, and his assignment is to capture one unique New York story. Um, he introduces himself as Peyton, and Sharpay's like, I'm Sharpay, and he's like, oh my god, wait, I'm your mom's friend's son. Like, this, I was just on my way up to meet you, and then I saw you. And she explains the whole situation, and he's like, oh, like, I have an empty studio apartment in my building that you can live in. Yeah, well, he's like, I know the landlord. I'll put in a word, and it's fine. Sharpay never meets with him, signs a lease, none of that. (laughs) And so she, being Sharpay, is like, okay, let's go, and makes him carry all of her luggage. Yeah. Um, So they arrive at the building. (laughs) Sharpay Um, screams when she walks into this apartment building. Yeah, Peyton is, like, fascinated by her dramatics. Like, it's where the point where, like, anyone back at East High would be like, like, Sharpay, or he's like, wow, this girl's so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no one is like, wow, she's so privileged that, like, walking into a normal right. apartment building is horrifying to this her. This is where I'm like, this whole time, like, as I said before, like, Sharpay's a great character in the original series, but I think it's because, like, all the other characters are so bland. So when you just have her, and then they, like, try to have, like, another villain that, like, out Sharpay's Sharpay, it just, like, it doesn't work. Well, and also, like, are we supposed to believe this is her first time in New York? Because, right. like, I don't know, she seems so surprised by like, all bo- this like, stuff. Like, if, like, this rich family had, like, two theater-loving kids, like, they'd definitely go to New York for, like, Christmas and shit. Right. And I know that they would probably stay in, like, the Hamptons or, like, wherever the rich right. people stay. They definitely but, like, have gone to see Broadway shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so she's appalled by how small the apartment is whenever it's, they walk in. It's pretty big for a New York apartment. Um, yeah, it's a studio apartment, so she doesn't understand what a studio apartment is. 
Um, and so she's like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't live here. But she's like, I also can't go home and work. I need to stick it out. But yeah, she's Peyton, not happy about it. Peyton's like, oh, and you know what's so great? And then he goes, like, over to his apartment and their windows light were, like, across the alley from each other. Yeah. Um, and the more she complains, he's just like, why do you think you're better than others with the same dream as you? And I don't know. I don't there was really not an end to that. And she's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to have to make, I'm going to have, she's like, oh, you're right. I have to make this work because of my deal with dad. Mm-hmm. And he agrees to help. And he's like, as long as I can film you for my assignment. Yeah. So he takes her to this theater. Yeah, he's like, I have a surprise for you. Yeah, and he films her, like, complaining on the way there about her situation. So they arrive on stage, like, at an empty theater, and she's speechless. And he gives her these, like, words of encouragement after knowing her for 20 minutes. He's like, you're a dreamer in New York is where people go to make their dreams. Well, yeah, he's like, I moved here from Indiana to follow my dream, and I was overwhelmed, but... (laughs) Now I'm an NYU film student. Yeah. So I'm making my dreams come true. And Sharpay's like, yes, I'm ready to take on New York. Yeah. (laughs) So then we get this little montage over Allie and AJ's Walking on Sunshine. As Peyton films Sharpay just walking around the city, she's at the street market... She's doing touristy things, and Peyton is just so charmed by her. Yeah, he's recording this whole thing for his little, like, documentary whatever he's making. He helps her redecorate her whole apartment with pink yeah. interior decorations. Apparently that's fine. She's painting the walls, putting up wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> None of that's an issue. Um, so Peyton films her the next day getting ready to meet the casting director, which she will tag along for. And so they arrive at the theater and they meet the director, but Sharpay learns that it wasn't her that they wanted. They wanted Boy, the dog, because they saw him in Sharpay's performance. So this musical is called Girl's Best Friend, so it's going to star Amberly Adams and the dog. So Sharpay storms out, and she's, like, freaking out, but again, like, Peyton encourages her not to give up, especially since, like, she's the star of his film and he needs her for this assignment. Yeah, and Sharpay's like, well, I don't have a plan B, like, I don't know what to do. Uh, Peyton's like, if nothing else, be happy for Boy, for his career. (laughs) for this dog. Yeah, and And so... Sharpay's like, you're right, if my dog gets famous, then I will also get famous. Yeah, by the associative property. Yeah, so Sharpay and Boy do this audition. I'm guessing it's, like, a number from the show. Yeah. It's just like, my dog and me. Yeah, everyone is super impressed, and they're like, wow, Boy really is meant for Broadway. And Sharpay's like, me too. Um, But then, there's one more audition. Yes, so then Gabe from Good Luck Charlie walks out. A child. His name is Roger in this movie. Yeah, and they He comes out with an obvious show dog, like. Yeah. (laughs) And they've got, it's stiff competition. Their resume is, like, filled with previous uh, television work. They do a remix of the same song that Sharpay and Boy did, and the judges love that as well. Yes, but on stage, Countess, which is Roger's dog, and Boy make eyes and fall in love. Immediately. Because what's a movie without a forced heterosexual dog romance when exactly. boy is not heterosexual? <laughs> There's I no way that dog is heterosexual. I think that's Sharpay's doing. <laughs> I think him always being in pink is the reason why his name is Boy. Uh, yeah, so the directors all go up there and they're like, wow, this was amazing. They're like, Amber Lee, who do you think we should pick? Like, what should we do? Yeah, so Amber emerges from the back of the theater and um, she's like, oh, they were both so good. So they suggest working with both dogs during rehearsal, to, and she will decide which one she works best with. So on the way out, uh, Amber Lee gives Sharpay her number, and Sharpay meets Peyton outside. And then Roger comes up to her, and he's like, mm, you got to give up. We're the best. And they have this boring Yeah, they trash her. talk for a little bit. And again, boy and countess exchange glances. Uh, so that night... 
Sharpay and Boy are practicing as uh, Peyton films them. Sharpay is performing. Uh, she's saying that this is all she's ever dreamed about. And Peyton talks about his dream too. And then Sharpay is like, being on stage is all I've ever wanted. Um, uh, yeah, that's it. So yeah, we got to the first rehearsal. Uh, they start things off with boy first. And Amber seems like very clueless about her lines. She just doesn't seem like a very good actress, even though she's like very famous. Well, the thing is, she's like doing her lines and the directors laugh and she's like, I don't get why that's funny. And we're supposed to think like, oh, she's stupid. But like, they weren't funny jokes. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, have you seen the stuff that people laugh at in musicals? People would definitely laugh at that <laughs> yeah, shit. That's true. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so boys at first, but Countess outshines him when it's her turn. Um, Roger goes backstage and decides to wipe Amber's shoes with raw chicken. So the next time Boy goes out, he gets distracted and starts licking her shoes. And so then they're like, oh, like, we need the new dog. And so Countess goes out there. But apparently she doesn't care about raw chicken. Um, well, yeah. So then they have, like, this little, like, back and forth. Like, Sharpay distracts Countess with a dog whistle. Roger lets a cat loose. And after that, um, the dog's union laws require the dogs to go down for a nap. Yeah. So they're sitting, like, on this bed together backstage, and Amber decides to go back there and approach the dogs. Uh, she shuts the door, and she says, I'm gonna get rid of you because I'm the star of the show, and I am threatened by these two rat dogs. Yeah, she's like, I'm America's sweetheart, and everyone loves me more than dogs, which is obviously not true. See, this is the thing where I'm like, Sharpay is, like, goofy as herself, but this is just, like, a whole level that I just, like, I can't get on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then at Sharpay's place, Peyton says that his movie is, like, coming together really well. He's editing. But at this time, Sharpay's dad video calls her, and she's freaking out because she's like, well, I can't let him know the truth yet. He can't see my shabby little apartment, even so though it looks really nice. So instead of just, like, go, sitting up against a wall, yeah. they go over to Peyton's apartment and sit against a window with a view. Yeah. <laughs> and so Sharpay, like, answers dad's questions, like, with half-truths. Like, she never fully answers. And dad's like, are you sure everything's okay? And and he's like, remember, there's only two more weeks left. Like, you gotta make sure you get the role and everything's good or else you're coming home. Yeah, so after their call, Sharpay's like, okay, so I must find a way to get some advantage over Roger. Yeah. To pull out my old East High tricks. Right. <laughs> so we see at the theater, Amber fires her assistant. And that's whenever Sharpay walks in. And Amber. Well, Amber's being a diva. The yeah. assistant was just like, I tried to do this, but I wasn't able to. So Amber's like, I'm a star. You're, you're fired. fired. Yeah. So Amber tells Sharpay that her assistant quit. And Sharpay's like, well, we're friends. Why don't I just take her job until you replace her? And so Amber's like, oh, that's great. Uh, so Sharpay explains what happened to Peyton. And Peyton's uh, like, well, that's a bad idea. Well, first, um, Amber agrees and tells her to take her mic down to the sound guy. And so the sound guy tells Sharpay, he's like, oh, like, the mic is on. You see this switch here. That's yeah. how it turns on and off. And you think this might be pointless, but it will come up later. Well, as if Sharpay, who's done <laughs> like, yeah, 17 theater how, productions, how doesn't know how a mic works. Yeah, so Sharpay tells Peyton everything, and he's like, it's a bad idea, but she doesn't listen. Amber calls Sharpay in the middle of the night and tells her to come over, and she asks Sharpay to reach for a purse on the top, tarp, top shelf of her closet because she can't stand on her toes to reach it herself. Well, yeah, Amber says that this was a test, and Sharpay passed. Uh, so then the next day, Sharpay reminds Amber that she has a photo shoot, and Amber's like, oh, you're my stylist now, too. She, like, continues to give her, like, more and more roles. We don't believe that Sharpay is being paid for this, either. No. 
So that's illegal. Yeah, so at night, Sharpay is highlighting lines for Amber. Um, Peyton invites her to dinner, and he's disappointed when she says she's busy. Um, so the next day, Sharpay meets Amber in her dressing room, and Amber says her maid quit, so Sharpay is now also her maid. Um, and Sharpay is like, mm, I don't know about that, but then Amber's like, oh, well, I was going to tell the director to give Boy the part. And Sharpay's like, okay, I'll be your maid. Right. Um, so Sharpay is, we get this little montage of her struggling with chores because she's, I assume she's never done that before. Yeah, so uh, back at the theater, someone gives Roger an updated stage cues for Countess, and they're like, oh, we need to find Sharpay to give the, these updated cues for Boy. And Roger is like, oh, I'll give them to her. Don't worry about it. So he takes them um, and obviously doesn't give them to her. So uh, Roger is... Oh, they're at rehearsals. Countess is, like, doing the stuff, and uh, something happens, and Amber gets mad, so she's like... Her, her, um, boy goes out first, and he messes up during the scene, because he didn't get the script changes, and, uh, yeah, so Amber gets upset, and no one listens to Sharpay when she says she never got the script change. Mm -hmm. So she knows it was Roger and goes to confront him, and they're, like, fighting back and forth, but then they look down, and they realize the dogs are gone. (gasps) So they go searching, like, in and around the theater trying to find them. Sharpay calls Peyton, and she's like, hey, like, keep an eye out if you see my dogs walking around New York. Um, This is the most terrifying scene of the movie, in my opinion. So we pan to Countess and Boy sitting on a pile of trash as Lucas Grabiel covers Baby by Justin Bieber. Why are they sitting on a pile of trash? Um, And then they have, like, a little New York day. They go to a park. They run around. Yeah, a carriage ride. the person who, like, pulls the horse is just casually, like, taking these two dogs around. Uh, yeah. And then eventually they end up, like, in the rain. I guess I it started raining. It's really weird. Yeah. So then we just cut back to Sharpay and Roger. Uh, she's crying. She's like, we're never gonna find them. Like, what are we gonna do? Dad calls her at this exact moment. She's like, I can't deal with this right now. But then Peyton appears with the, with the dogs. It turns out they came back to the apartment. And Sharpay and Roger, after going through this experience... They're still in competition, but they are friendly with each other and sort of become friends. Right. Um, So Peyton is filming Sharpay and Boy at home, and (laughs) Sharpay's like, oh my god, I can't believe Boy had to spend all day with that mutt. And Peyton's like, can't you see? These dogs are in love. (laughs) Sharpay denies it, but then she looks in Boy's eyes, and she's like, it's true. His eyes are dilated. They are in love. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, Sharpay tells Peyton that Amber isn't just using her, even though Peyton is like, yeah, she is. Sharpay's like, I know what I'm doing. And Peyton's like, uh, okay, I think this is a bad idea, and I don't want you to go back home. Yeah, she, he's like, on the first day you said, like, you would never work for anyone. Where's that girl with the confidence and determination? And he says, you sold your soul rather than trust the dog that you raised. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, like, excuse me, sir, it's been three weeks. Yeah, well, at which point, Sharpay turns it around, and she's like, well, maybe you're just jealous of me because I'm so close to success and you're not. And you're a first-year film student. Yeah, Peyton gets mad, and he, yeah, he's like, what happened to your confidence? That's what I liked about you. And then he leaves. Yeah, he's like, you lost yourself. Yeah. So, uh, we cut to Sharpay signing, uh, Amber's photos for her, and then the next day... Amber's she, just being annoyed, and Sharpay, like, realizes to herself, she's like, Peyton was right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the next day, Sharpay is about to enter Amber's dressing room when she hears Amber speaking with the writer and director of the show, so she stops outside to listen. 
Uh, Amber's yelling at the writer and director to get rid of the dog, like, the whole part of the dog in the show. And they're like, the musical is called A Girl's Best Friend. The best friend is the dog. Yeah. Um, and Tamara was dress rehearsal in front of an audience, and apparently they still hadn't decided which dog they're gonna use. Yeah, well, Amber's like, the dogs are annoying, and the owners are annoying, and I hate Sharpay, so fuck them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like... I hate the dogs as much of their owners. I had one of them do housework just to keep her away from me. She's just another obsessed fan. Yeah, so Sharpay walks home crying that night. Um, she, like, sees Peyton leaving the building, and she tells him that he was right, and Sharpay is like, you know, I wonder if my dad was right, too. Like, maybe I'm not ready to be here. And Peyton assures her that she's meant to be here, and she will succeed. You're gonna be a star. Yeah, Sharpay says that she's made these horrible sacrifices for the wrong reasons, and at rehearsal the next day, we they see... They make up. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that wasn't clear. Oh, yeah. Uh, Countess and Boy meet up. They're in love again. Uh, Sharpay tells Roger what Amber wants, like, that she doesn't want the dogs in it at all. But Sharpay's like, I have a plan to show everyone who Amber really is. She's like, let's form an alliance. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Sharpay goes backstage to wish Amber good luck, and uh, she the, clips a mic onto her. Yeah, so this dress rehearsal that they're at, it's filled with, um, members of Amber Lee's fan club. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so like you said, Amber, or Sharpay pretends to be nice to Amber and gives her a hug, but she secretly turns on her mic on her back. So, before the show, the writer and director go out and give a speech to the audience, and Roger lets Boy and Countess go and, like, run toward Amber, and everyone hears her freak out. Throughout the movie, we've seen Amber, like, secretly be disgusted by the dogs, and she puts on an act for everyone. Yeah. So she freaks out. She's like, these dogs are disgusting. And then she's like, I have to do this show for these freaks with no lives. And that's when Sharpay raises the curtain as if they didn't already know. Amber turns around and realizes what happened, and everyone boos her. Um, Amber runs backstage, and Sharpay just, like, tells her off. She's like, I don't want to be... I never want to be like you. I'm not like you. Yeah, she's like, I'm, I'd am i be embarrassed if people thought we were alike. Yeah, so Amber quits, and she's like, blame it on her! It's her fault! Yeah. So, and that's when the director kicks her out. Yeah, kicks Sharpay out. <laughs> yeah, but Roger, he, we can also see he feels bad about it now that yeah. we're friends. So, at home, Sharpay is packing all of her stuff whenever Peyton comes over, and she's like, you know, I wish I could stay, and I'm gonna miss you, but, like, I can't do anything about it. Peyton tells her to stay, uh, Sharpay's like, it's too late, I only have eight hours until my, like, 20, or my 30 days are over, and, uh, Pey Peyton's like, that's plenty of time. Uh, so Sharpay gets a call from the stage manager who tells her to come clean up boys' things. And, and Peyton's at, like, I'll come with you. Yeah. <laughs> at the theater, uh, the director and writer are saying that the show is canceled because the producers don't think that it'll work without a star to, like, bring in an audience, and it would take too much time to get, like, a new star to learn everything. So everyone is about to leave, but Peyton decides that he's like, wait a minute, hey, Sharpay is all a these star. People, you have no idea who I am? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Sharpay is a star. She knows the part. I can prove it to you. And he pulls up his computer, and it's like, whenever Sharpay is practicing with Boy, she's like saying the line so Boy knows the cues or whatever. And it's like, look how amazing she is. And then Sharpay starts singing a song from the musical. And so we go, like, into the full song that she sings. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and after it's over, the writer and the writer and director love it, and they're like, "It's great, we can work with this. You'll be a star." Um, we also like 
So the play, we also see it sort it's like basically this movie. Yeah, it's just Sharpay. It's the girl going to New York with her dog. But and she finds love. Yeah, trying to make her dreams come true. Um, so Sharpay is like, yes, I'll do it, but I want Boy and Countess to split the role because they're friends now. Yeah, evenly. And then Sharpay and Peyton kiss. So we cut to opening night. Mom and Dad are there, but again. And they meet Peyton. Yeah, they meet Peyton. Ryan's not there. Where is Ryan? I bet Kelsey would even come just to be yeah. like, what the fuck's going on here? She'll be like, this is a musical about a girl and her dog. Is Sharpay really going to be in this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about this play for a second because the, the curtain goes up and Sharpay performs the opening number. It's a terrible opening number. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't write anything about the songs, because there's only a few, and they're all not great. They're yeah. just forgettable. Right. So, like, this number, it's just like, I'm chasing my dreams, the rest of my life starts tonight. And this is supposed to be the opening number for a musical. It doesn't set up any exposition. We don't know who any of the characters are. We don't know what's going on. The dog's not even in it. What, what is this not, like, it's gonna be, like, a finale number for the musical. <laughs> Yeah. But it's not. Also, it isn't, it wouldn't even work anyway, because the show is about a girl and the dog. It has nothing to do with the dog. I mean, she carries boy at certain points in the songs. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, and that's it. That's the movie. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, I feel like if I were back in Albuquerque and they're like, oh, Sharpay's on Broadway, what's she in? Oh, it's a new musical called A Girl and Her Best Friend, and she's gonna be about a girl and her dog. I mean, a girl goes to New York to find her dreams, but she finds love instead. Oh, I also, I meant to say this earlier. I was going to talk about this because this is like a show on Broadway. And, right. Um, so I was dumb, even as like, I put this in quotes, a theater kid. Um, someone who pr- likes going to musicals, I would Kelly say. Kelly was not a theater kid TM. Well, yeah, that's why. she I, did participate in theater. That's why I put it in quotes. And that's what I'm, I, like, I enjoy going to musicals. Like, I like them. <laughs> I will listen to them if I like the music from them. Anyway, I didn't know that Broadway was like, it meant like literally the street, like on Broadway meant like it was on the street of Broadway. Like, I didn't know there were a bunch of different theaters. (laughs) Like, I thought it was just, like, one really big theater, and they were, like, different stages or something. I don't know. I didn't really have a good concept of what it was like until I went to New York, and I was like, well, okay, I had an idea as I got older. Well, and and then there was, like, off-Broadway. I just didn't know. So I just wanted to mention that, that this is on Broadway. I don't know. I don't know how this musical made it to Broadway, because it sounds terrible. Some bad things make it to Broadway, from what I've heard. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, it it doesn't make sense. I think the most disappointing part, like we've mentioned, is that Ryan is not in it at all. Yeah. It's a major plot hole. Again, like, sure. They could have even just been like, oh, since you and Ryan had that big fight. Right. Like, there was so- something to write him out. Yeah. I mean, like I said. Or he could have been studying abroad in London. There's the extra scene that played on Disney. I don't know what the extra scene is. I don't know what happened in it. Also, Lucas Grabiel, like, definitely could have played a bigger role in this. Like, I'm sure he wasn't doing something else. <laughs> like, maybe he was... I think he's been switched up Earth yeah, the time. Yeah, <laughs> but still. He's not shied away from, like, his role in High School Musical. Like, he's not someone who's like, oh, I want to distance myself from that. Like, he seems, like, fine with n- knowing that right. that's where he got his, like, big break. And again, I think Sharpay works best as a secondary character. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know who this was for, either. Like, I don't know who either. Was this, geared towards? this was in 2011. High School Musical premiered in what 2006. Is this for like for children? Like, so it's, like, I went cute? from 10 years old to 15 years old. That is a big gap. 2011. Oh, 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know what was going on. 
But I don't know who this was aimed towards. It was not great. No. How did you rate and rank this? I would have given this less if it wasn't High School Musical related. Yeah. This did. This definitely did not have the touch of Sir Kenny Ortega. Oh, no. Not at all. Um, so I gave it a 2 out of 5. Because, like, the ones that were... I was like, I'd rather watch these before those ones. Exactly. That's how I've been doing it recently. <laughs> so, I, yeah, 2 out of 5. I put it at number 82 below Buffalo Dreams and above Hatching Pete. Yeah, I gave this a 2 out of 5 as well. I put it at number 84. Starstruck is above it, and The Jenny Project is below it. But I like you said... I probably would have given I this, went, like, a 1 or a 1.5 if it wasn't Sharpay. Well, yeah, I also went based off of, like... I wouldn't prefer to watch this again, but if I did, right, I would I rather watch choice. this over the ones that I put it above. Right. <laughs> so, uh, next week should be pretty exciting. I think this was, like, a really short episode, but, like, like we said, there's not a lot that went yeah, on. Yeah, nothing happened in this movie. Yeah. Uh, next week, we have Phineas and Ferb, the movie, Across the Second Dimension. I've never seen it. And we have our friend Abby coming to join friend us. Friend of the pod, friend and supporter. She was here for the 13th year. She's coming back. Yeah. So, be excited. Okay, bye. That's it.